hosting. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting on you, Schmitzy. Hey. Hello. Tough Sam and Dam out. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Right. Damn. Restarting. Hey. Hi. Tough Sam and Dan on demand. This is episode 12. 12. 13. We're still here. One of those. You know what they say tough times don't last. People do. Well. Oh. That's actually really nice. Did yeah. you like. It's a good sentiment. It's a it, very old saying. Do you know. find that like on a t shirt at the airport? It's a very cliche saying. <laughs> Who knows? But. Regardless, we're still here. A lot of stuff has happened still in the sports world, you know, besides all these suspensions, especially today with the NFL. We're going to dive into that a little bit later. I'm Sam Schmitz. I'm the Taysom Hill, I guess you could say, of 105.7 FM The Fan. Because you're unemployed? Well, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. He's still, I'm sorry. He's, still, he's still on the roster, technically. I'm really sorry. So like Taysom Hill, I'm still on the roster, but I'm currently unemployed. Okay. That is Eiffel, Evan Heffelfinger. I'm, Heffelfinger's also... I'm okay. reluctantly still a part of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And I'm uh, Dan Plucker, the executive producer of the Wendy's Big Show from 2 to 6 on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yes. So, as we just touched on a couple seconds ago, we got to talk about this virus. I know this is supposed to be an escape for everybody mm-hmm. from the virus. It's supposed to be a form of entertainment. But when it's, direct, when it's affecting us directly... We have to talk about it. We can't escape it. Yeah, as much as mm-hmm. we want to. And I know as all the listeners that tune in, we got to at least touch on it for a couple seconds. So I don't know about you guys because I haven't been in touch with you for a couple days and all that. But, I mean, we were talking about before the show. I mean, currently my job, if, for those of you who don't know, I work at the uh, Mecca Sports Bar and Grill right outside of Pfizer Forum, which is a restaurant and bar. Mm-hmm. And just like most restaurants and bars in Milwaukee and in other states, uh, we got shut down today, so kind of a scary situation for me. I'm little. I was literally trying to like cipher between all this NFL information and my other job is like, what's going to happen to me? I honestly don't know. It's scary, but I'll figure it out. And um, I mean, currently here, most of my I didn't realize how much about some of my stuff here revolves around post games, and you know, just actually covering games. <laughs> but it does nothing. I was hoping it would help. I'm sorry. Anyways, like, I didn't, clear my it's throat. a sparky cough. I didn't realize, you know, how much I rely on games for my shifts here at the fan. And without mm-hmm. Bucks post games, without there being Bucks games to cover, without there being stuff to cover for Brewers, I'm basically just here for like Saturday mornings with the Cutting Edge Outdoors guys and big time Mike McGivern. And that's really it, man. It, it was kind of like an opening experience for me it's like wow i i love sports but man i'm gonna really miss it and we're already in like what day six of quarantine technically not even yeah and man it's it's tough yeah that's that's really tough and it's kind of been tough on all of us because it's i mean it's better for evan and i since we have our shows to work on every day but we have even that then part it, of it solidified at this point. But we might not even yeah, have knows. that. Uh, yeah, who knows? Um, of, of course, we don't know any inside information about that, so we don't want to freak anybody out if they're listening to us and also listen to Chuck and Winkler or Bill Michaels or The Big Show every day. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we haven't talked about taking any of that stuff off the air, but who knows what's coming next. Right. You know, And so the fact that we work on a show, it's, it's more solidified for us, but there's still uh, that worry. Also, breaking news. On the fan right oh, now. Powered Sorry. by Radio.com Sports, brought to you by Indeed.com slash hot. Or whatever it is. Jimmy Graham mm-hmm. signs with 
The Chicago Bears. Yeah, I saw that. Well, who cares? Two years, sixteen million. That's way too much money. Trubisky Agreed. Can. Anyway, so I almost, um, I almost swore too, but I back, didn't. back, back to the the sadness of the coronavirus. So, um, yeah, it's it's still uncertainty because for me, I I work two jobs as well. I, um, but we you also, also although, in a restaurant. I used to. I don't work there. Anymore, oh, okay, my but, bad. I thought you no, it's all good. Um, so, although we make two hundred sixty thousand dollars a year here as producers, yeah, we can drop the um, facade. We don't make much money. No, we don't. And so, because of that, Unlike a lot Anthony of us have to work. Correct. Anthony does make good money. <laughs> uh, so, you, unfortunately, we we have to have other jobs. I'm pretty sure all the part time producers do, or should. for the most part. Um, anyway, so I work. I write part time for uh, University of Michigan fan page, and. College sports are done for the rest of the year. So we're like in our off season, which is usually only, you know, two months and then we start ramping up for college football. Right. And now And even now you could do like draft pages for right. players. Right, but there's only so many players and that are going to the draft. But it's Fair. it's it's the off season now and it's gonna be like a five, six month off season, which is gonna be very, very different and I'm sure our numbers are gonna get hit there because of that because mm-hmm. less people are going to want to talk about Michigan's University of Michigan sports when none of them are taking place. So I don't really know my status for this job or that job going forward if you know we kind of continue down this road which is a scary thing to think about. So Right. And I I work at Home Depot. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that is a really funny way of saying that. And I I Well, cuz it's Home kind Depot. of reluctantly I I did something that I probably shouldn't have, and when I took the job here, for Bill Michaels. that was in well, I t- just getting hired as a producer in May. I said for as long as I possibly can, I'm going to make this my only source of income and put you know everything I have into this because it should pay off, and in a way, it kind of did. Like I got the Bill Michaels show, You're the but, first one of us to get put on a show. Yeah, that's true. But then I I had some. Payments come up like my car needed some stuff done that I was not happy with and it depleted my savings. So I had to go back to my job at Home Depot. And now I I've, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we'll still stay open. Yeah, because this weekend we were pretty busy, not as busy as I was expecting, but there were still people coming in looking for their cleaning supplies and mm-hmm. toilet, paper. toilet paper and all that stuff. So I'm assuming we'll stay open even with these yeah. bans, but it's mostly just customer service businesses, which Home Depot. But is. But like but I'm in the food and you know health department. Yeah, right. like that's that. a little bit of a difference. So I think so out yeah. of all of us, like you, you should be fine. I don't see a Home I, Depot closing anytime soon. I should. At, the thing that worries me is, and I'm I'm a worrier. I have bad anxiety. Yeah, and I'm not worried about myself getting. The coronavirus, if I get it, I've been sick before. I'll yeah. be in bed for a week and it'll be miserable, but I'll get past it. Get through it, right? I have family members who would not. Mm-hmm. Like my sister. I still live at home because I made the decision to only work here for 10 months. And my sister has a compromised immune system. She has bad asthma. She has a lot of different ailments that don't bode well with this disease and... I if I get it, that means that I'll be spreading it to her. Yeah, it could be lethal, and her. it could be lethal, and yeah. I I don't want to do that. Right, and I mean we probably all don't get to see our grandparents right now if they're still alive. Like I love my grandparents; they're two of my favorite people on the entire earth. 
and I don't get to visit them now. No. Because I cannot risk spreading anything to them. Well, that's the scary part about this thing is that you don't know if you're infected, and if you are, you don't know until it's too late. Right. That's the thing. There's a chance that all three of us are carrying it right now. There's yeah. a chance. Especially because Ryan was talking today. He probably might have had it two weeks ago or three weeks ago yeah. when he was out that full week. Mm-hmm. And because they weren't really testing it at that point, they didn't do anything. So It's true. Who knows? It's all scary. And to bring it back on topic, it's scary that we don't have sports. We've never had anything like this. Like, no. The only thing I can compare this to is the the three days after the MLB All-Star game when there's nothing. And, like, the game is, what, on usually, like, a Monday or a Tuesday, something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, I think a Tuesday. And then the next, because I think the the game started up on Friday. Sparky's calling me. Oh. Oh. Let's take this. <laughs> What's up, Sparky? Well, you're back. I, where yeah. were you? I just had to go do something to make me it's been, seem important. It's been eight the hours, Evan. Associate producer of the Bill Michaels I Sports Talk I talked to my Network. host for a little bit. It's been uh, eight hours. Just a little thing. He will be doing the shows from home for the, the time being. Um. So, yeah, where were we? Um, uh, coronavirus. So, yeah. No we, sports. We haven't seen anything like this ever, obviously. Nope. The closest thing... You can think of is all star break for baseball, where mm-hmm. it's like by Thursday you're bored as hell, and you're like, "Well, yeah. what what do I do with my life?" Or the lockout from a couple years ago. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. really the closest one. thing I can compare this to. It's like, well, what do we do now? But it, you ask yourself that every single waking moment for th- two, three months at this point, or that's what it will be. Yeah. It really hit me a couple of days ago. I think it was on Friday when I was watching the uh, UFC match, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what their names were, but I was just like actually watching something without fans in the stands, mm-hmm. and it just felt like, you know, we're in the apocalypse and we're just trying to like <laughs> get civilization back up. Right. It just like as much as I wanted to like cheer that like sports were still going on, it just felt so weird every second. I was just thinking about it, and the crazy thing is, we were talking about this when you were gone. This is just the beginning. We're nowhere near. Right. These are the precautionary measures. Right. Yeah. Well, obviously they're too late. This is going to be a very long time, man. I know. Yeah, it's going to be. Gonna be it's going to be a rough couple months. And well, the thing that really upsets me. So I don't know about you, Evan, mm-hmm. um, but working on a daily show, I've had over the last couple days. I mean, today's Monday. Yeah. So it started the new week, but all this stuff kind of happened Tuesday, Wednesday of last week. So, all the leagues were banned like last Wednesday night set or Thursday morning. Okay. Yep. So so Thursday, Friday, and today I've had a bunch of callers call and be like, Hey, what are you guys gonna be talking about? What are you guys gonna do we'll coming f- up here? And it's we'll like, well, it out. like this is our jobs. Like just because sports aren't happening doesn't mean there's not anything to talk about with sports. Yeah. There are plenty of things that we can still talk about and we're going to talk about. And secondly, I'm sorry, but I do not give a flying F about what you want us to talk about because you're one person. So today I had three people call in mm-hmm. thinking that the UFC was still going this Saturday, which they're not. No. Um, they announced that today that the next three UFC matches are all closed. So mm-hmm. they're also, you know, canceling until April. And all three of them were like yelling at me 
because they wanted us to talk about UFC. I would have hung up on them. And I, well, one, two of them hung up on me right away. Um, they just said, you guys need to talk about the UFC more and less about throwing balls in the air. And he hung up. And I was oh just like, God. what are you talking about? And so, I mean, like, we want your input as listeners and we want to feel like we're close with you because right. we want to we, be close We to you. are, but in a way. the thing is, w- our goal is to reach as many people as possible and have as many people as possible interested in what we're saying. Right. And I don't think that many people give a crap about the UFC comparative to the NFL free agency opening up today and us talking about that. Well, it's something that our boss, Mitch Rosen, has told us. Uh like obviously Sam and I went to UWM, so I don't know if you're a big UWM guy, but No. <laughs> they really I'm did sorry, not... but my school my pinky is more school yeah, spirit they, than UWM. UWM did not do a good job. No. It's all Amanda's bronze fault. That's a topic for another show. Do not get me started. Yep. But we had Pat Baldwin on the show, and I, I'm still a fan of UWM because I went to so many games when I was in school. Mm-hmm. I I mean, it's my alma mater. I want to represent them. And I, you know, there were times where I would even like, you know, push a topic or something like that. And Mitch would be like, so you, that's what you want to talk about. And that's cool. But is there literally anyone else in Milwaukee who wants to hear about that? And I thought about it and I was like, that, you know what? That's fair. Probably Sometimes not, comparatively, like it's the people who probably want us to talk about the women's roller derby. It could be the biggest roller derby fan in the city, but one person a vocal minority is not going to make up for the masses that drive ratings, I guess, that are yeah, correct. who our audience is. Correct. So we appreciate that you want us to talk about it, but the odds and of us still, talking about it are still give, give us ideas. Right. Like send us ideas on Twitter or through the station's email because we do use some of your guys' right. ideas and topics. And after a couple of days, once this all clears out, it's either going to be previewing NFL draft or just creating lists of yeah. the greatest moments that we're just going to have to talk about. Uh, this this may be a hot take, but I think this is going to be fun. I, I think it is, too. At least for too. the first couple of weeks, because at this point, we have been... Excuse me, I took a big gulp of water before we started. It's going to. It was always Packers, Brewers, Bucks. You nailed those home. And then recently it was the Badgers, because they've been kicking ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's anarchy. We can talk about whatever we want. Literally whatever we want. And we'll, I mean, we'll still kind of keep it on track, Mm -hmm. but there are a bunch of evergreen topics that we can do, like topics we've done on this show are going to be on the the airwaves of the fan, like favorite jerseys or most hated players, that that, kind of thing. In my opinion, that's fun. That's fun. Right. And this is the perfect time to do it. That's the kind of radio that I like listening to. Yeah. And at a certain point, yes, we do have to... Deliver facts, and we have to be a, a news station almost just for sports. Yeah, and that's we do that during the season. But at a certain point, the most fun you're going to have is a debate between like two people on whether they like Marcus Smart or not, mm-hmm. or something like that. That's the most entertaining to me, and we're starting to get into that territory. Yeah, I mean the Big Show, especially you guys have been. That's why that's one of the best selling points of the big show. There's been moments where, I mean, a couple like what was it, Thursday or Friday? You guys were talking about toilet paper and Leroy using one ply for about like two hours, and it was great. I was that's yeah, that's hilarious. A show like that, mm-hmm. because they have so many personalities, 
every single topic ends up becoming an argument. Correct. Because at least one person is going to disagree has with an the other opposite three. view. Right. Yeah. So, and Leroy and Gary are always going at it, even though they're best friends. They're always going at it, and right. they're being really funny. Because that's what so. best friends do. Mm-hmm. So we're. This sucks. There's no way to sugarcoat it. No. This sucks. Yeah. But. But. It's going to be fun, especially for us, the next couple of podcast episodes, because normally we try to, like, put our little spin on the, the latest news and stuff like that. But right. eventually, you know, two, three episodes in, when we're, like, in the middle of all these suspensions and stuff like that, that's when we're going to get challenged. And we're going to have to create some fun stuff. And I'm looking forward to it. And I think we will create some good stuff. Because, I mean, like, our NBA All-Star podcast episode mm-hmm. we were diving into like our favorite dunks and our you know most memorable moments and i think that those what we talked about still like resonates with me right i thought that was a great episode mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of that yeah but to kind of put a bow on this there was a lot of news today and a lot of stuff that we have to talk about especially in the nfl and who knows how much longer we can talk about this so i think we should <laughs> talk about some of the NFL free agency and moves coming up next. Let's do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey. Have Sam and Dan on demand back here. We're back. We're back. So. During this drought, thankfully, we did finally have a day where a bunch of new news was dropped. Right. It felt good. It did oh, feel it good. Such a big relief. I felt like it was NBA trade deadline all over again, just like refreshing my Twitter, constantly checking and mm-hmm. seeing what Schefter and Rappaport have to tweet. Well, it's also the first news that we've had in like three days. That's and unfortunately- true. So it's like a heroin addict where it's like, we're yeah. starting to like shrivel up. And then the news hits, and then we're just like, oh. But just wait, because we're only, what, a little over 48 hours until the new league year begins, mm-hmm. and then free agency opens, so we're going to have, thankfully- This is just a tampering period. So. Yeah. So, I like that they call it the tampering period. Now. Right. Yeah. They're but not even like saying- everything, the mor- Everything's just getting done. Like, the NBA <laughs> says moratorium. Right. But it's a tampering. Come yeah. on. See, this is like, a legal tampering period. We all know what you mean. Come on. Come on. Right. But, so much stuff happened today. We got to recap it. I think we're going to start- with the two signings that the Green Bay Packers made, very mm-hmm. unexpected signings. Yeah, not not so much positions, but at least players. Kind of under the radar. When you're talking about with friends and coworkers about who you think the Packers should sign, these guys do not come up in your discussion at all until I, they actually happen. I recognize Ricky Wagner's name just because he was a Badger. Oh, and a lion. I did not know that. Yeah, he's from. I, I knew he's, he's from, uh, West, he's from West Dallas. I heard yeah. that on the he big show. He went to Nathan Hill. On he's the, from the, on the way Dallas. here. But he, he played for the Badgers. So I remember him wow, on the Badgers. Because I remember like Kevin Zeitler and uh, Zach Martin and all the like you know former Badgers from the past couple of years. Wow. Yeah. That one really snuck by me. Okay. So we're going to talk about Wagner a little bit from now. But let's start with Christian Kirksey, mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns linebacker. Former safety, right? I think he just played linebacker, linebacker. Only linebacker right? But he's like he's like one of those linebackers that have the stature and like framework. He's mm-hmm. kind of like the new prototype where you know how like the Cardinals a couple years ago they took Dwayne Buchanan, yeah, turned him into safety to do a linebacker. I was watching a little bit of film on Kirksey. Dude's got you know uh, what you call it horizontal speed, which is good. Yeah, that's I mean for a Blake Martinez replacement, that's what you're hoping for. You know where he went to college? Iowa. 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 
Uh, sorry. R.I.P. Brian Balaga for Green we'll get Bay to Packers. That. Yeah, man, that's sad. But as far as I'm concerned, from what I see on tape, I like. The only things that concern me about Kirksey is just the health. And I think mm. when you when I, you talk to people about Kirksey, that's one of the first things that comes up. Yeah, and he's played, I think he's played nine games the last two seasons or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's not been a lot. And I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's going to be injury prone when he's in Green Bay because you can never expect, you can never predict around injuries. So let's just throw that out the window. I think this is a very low risk deal for the Packers because mm-hmm. they only put $4 million guaranteed into this. Such a... It's like, a, I think it was a $13 million total deal if he hits all the benchmarks and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. $4 million, assuming that's it's a signing bonus, whatever, hits salary for this year, you can cut him after this year and you've only paid him $4 million. That's really not that bad for no. a free agent signing. And a former player that Mike Patton's familiar with. Correct. And who with has shown that he can be healthy in the past and when he does, he... He's not going to get you a lot of interceptions and sacks and all that, but he's a solid linebacker. He's not the only answer. Like I would assume that there's another answer coming, and I thought Nick Kwiatkowski was going to be it until yeah. he signed today. I wasn't big on that guy until, I don't know what it was, but like two weeks ago, and I did see him play when I went to the Green Bay Packer game in Green Bay against the mm-hmm. Bears, and he was everywhere. Like Every other tackle, you, you heard his name being called. So that one I was a little disappointed on, too. That and Rodgers single-handedly pointed him out yeah. last season. So he's, he, I think he'll be great for Las Vegas. I almost mm-hmm. said Oakland. Well, yeah. they, might, they, they uh, might be Oakland again. So, yeah, with all this happening. <laughs> with all well, this happening. Because they, they, I mean, I'm sure you guys saw, they might not get the construction done on the stadium. Yeah. So they might have to play in really? Oakland another season. I didn't see that. Yeah. When did that come out? Yesterday. Really? They might have to play another season in Oakland. That's well, crazy. This, they got all this extended time, too. I mean, who knows? They might be able that, to Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. Yeah. So, so um, on the big show today, we talked to Daryl Ryder, who's the Browns reporter for our sister station in Cleveland, 92.3, the fan. Mm-hmm. So they stole her uh, name. That's cool. Yeah, they stole it. Actually, Just like about, about 75 others. <laughs> that's okay. Anyway, um... So he talked about how much he loved Christian Kirksey, which is kind of weird for a reporter to say. But he was like, this this guy's like a top-of-the-line dude. He's going to be like you guys are all going to love him in Green Bay. He's going to be the interview you want to get after games, even if he doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, he is just the nicest guy. He does a bunch of good things for the community. He was a multiple-time uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year yeah. award finalist. And if he can stay on the field, he's going to be really good. And Ben Fennell put it this way. He said he's not an A-plus in any category, but he is a high B, low A in several. Which... And, and most of them. That's, so, mu- that's music to the, my yeah. The thing is, because Ben Fennell's excellent at what he does. Right. Like, he is so... Him, him and Andy Herman are both incredible. He is so good. Film, I love his film breakdown. Right. So, basically, um, he can be... The starting linebacker in the middle. I think that's what we're. All, I think that's the we're all expecting that's, him right. to be the starter. Right. So if he if he can stay healthy and he can stay on the field, I think that he's going to have a very good shot to be there. And comparatively, because Ross Tucker said it this way, so with um, Kirksey being in and also adding uh, Ricky Wagner, which we'll talk about, um, you're basically keeping this almost the same level of production as you would have with Blake Martinez and. Brian Bulaga, and he thinks that Kirksey has a higher upside, actually, than Blake Martinez does. And what Tucker said, too, for like half the price. Right, for, right. for half the price, and 
if both Bulaga and Martinez sign elsewhere, which at this point we kind of expect, yeah. mm-hmm. then you're going to get draft compensation Give me picks, for baby. it. So, like, just the way that things are working in Gutekunst's mind, it it just makes so much sense, these deals that well, he's made. And he he's doing almost like a David Stern's dumpster dive with these. Because both of those guys were cut within the last few Correct. weeks. Yeah. Which is why they don't have any draft pick tied to them. Correct. I think uh, Wagner was just cut on Friday. Yes. He like, was very recently. Saturday, or Friday or Saturday. He signed pro- a big deal. I know... Um, it was four-year... It was four-year 43 million or something like that Kirk, with the Lions. Kirksey's was four years 38. So both of them were big money guys who got cut as a cap casualty. And they the were Packers, kind of injury prone, both of them too. Packers had a couple of guys like that. And they did the David Stearns dumpster dive, got these guys at a bargain. Not for long term deals. It's almost like the Brewers deal where it's like a a one year and a player and a and a team option. Yeah. And we'll see how the value assesses. But I I, I don't know how you can see these moves as anything other than oh, positive. positive. Yeah. Right. Like, that was the only thing that I was worried about was just the injury history of Kirksey in the past. And honestly, if that's the only thing that I'm, I'm worried about, cool. I'll spend I, $4 million on that. Exactly. And I think you guys summed it up perfectly when you are talking about um, what all these reporters had to say about Gudikins. I think we can now kind of get a mind about what Gudikins looks for every year in free agency because mm-hmm. he knows what he has to work with in cap. It's, it's guys who don't stand out in the stat mm-hmm. sheet, but, man, they're going to be leaders. If they stay healthy, they're going to impact your defense and team in all the right ways you can ask for. And honestly, if Gutenkins, man, like this is the best case scenario we could ask for after Ted Thompson left. It's mm-hmm. such a breath of fresh air. It really is. I mean, just, Te- I mean, Ted Thompson, God bless his heart, he did everything he yeah. could in the draft, mm-hmm. and he missed on a lot of picks, but he helped. A, but, like right. the Super Bowl wouldn't have happened without his draft picks and the. Signing of Charles. Say what you want about some of these signings, like Amos and stuff like that, but they're still contributing. The, and just right. what could have happened with some of those teams that Ted was under with the last couple of years if you just if they had signed one just free agent, one or two people. I mean, it's just crazy to think about. I mean, I'm going to toot a Michigan horn here, but I think in the draft, if you're looking for somebody to fill in the middle, um, at the linebacker position, safety, kind of in in between there, mm-hmm. um, Kaliki Hudson. Yeah. is a guy that uh, the Packers should definitely keep an eye on because he played the Viper position at Michigan, and that's kind of the Jab- the, the, uh, Jab- <laughs> the Jabril Peppers position that he made famous at Michigan under okay. Don Brown's defensive system. And it's kind of that in-between of uh, linebacker and safety that pretty much blitzes on every single play. And he, he's a great tackler. He's strong. He's big. Um, he led the team in tackles. I think it was his junior year, sophomore season, one of those two. His junior year, he literally was the best player on the defense. And this past year and his senior year, he kind of underperformed. Okay. Um, but, like, he has the athleticism, the potential, like, everything that you're looking for in a middle linebacker position. I would love that, so, man. Tooting, off, tooting the Michigan horn right there. Off, ta- off topic, but not really. Well, we're talking about Michigan linebackers. Yes. I'm very sad that Jake Ryan did not work out very yeah. well because I liked him. I liked him, too. I mean, yeah. I understand why he didn't work out because he's not that athletic. No, but... he, was, he was pretty slow. <laughs> before, pretty that slow in, before that injury, man, he could keep up. He was like a poor man's Blake Martinez, Blake Martinez. though, <laughs> who already is like a poor man's good linebacker. <laughs> Staying on Michigan, too, though, we still got Rashawn Gary in year two. That's true. I'm excited I for Rashawn. Have you seen some guys, of the videos I'm he's been putting out? You. I'm telling you, that guy is probably the most freakish athlete that I've ever seen in my so entire life. So many people mm-hmm. are already writing him off for this year. Right. It's so funny. So, please. Because we have no idea. Please. I'm, I don't know. Please, right. just have faith in what the Packers are doing here. Because I really I think 
I know you guys do, but I'm talking to the listeners, yeah, the two yeah. listeners of this podcast that hate Rashawn Gary. Right. Um, what we're forgetting about is Kenny Clark needs help in that interior line, and you already got Zadarius and Preston on both ends. Right. So the boom. thing is, I'm waiting. for I the think day. Gary can be that solution right around Kenny Clark and in between all those guys. I, I hope so. The the great thing about Rashawn Gary is that he can literally play four positions on the defense. Right. He can play defensive end. He can play linebacker. He can play nose That's if you wanted to, to put Mike him there, Patton's and ears. he could pretty much play. Middle linebacker, if you asked him to, well, because he he's uh, going to suck in coverage, but he'll yeah. stop the run yeah. on the D line. He's a bull rush guy, isn't yeah, he? he is. He is, he, and he's a, he's a great rush defender. His pass defense, his like pass rush is natural strength. It's, it's okay, mm-hmm. but like if he can develop that, which I think he's going to end up doing under Zadarius, that dude is going to be a monster. I mean, and think that means next year the Packers essentially have two first round picks. Yeah, because Gary last year was a deve- development year. Mm-hmm. This is the year where you start to expect to see those hurdles getting jumped, but mm-hmm. the people who were writing him off last year after one year, knowing that he was going to be a prospect. And a backup, because, I mean, yeah. after you had added Zadarius and Preston, it was and, like... And you had just signed Dean Lowry, Lowry to an extension. So he's almost like a fourth stringer at that point. You, you shouldn't know? have expected to see him a lot of snaps. Correct. Right. And thankfully he got playing time towards the end of the year. And right. he looked good. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I mean, He didn't look great, so, but he looked good. Let's talk about the other... Former Michigan player, now now Detroit, well, former Detroit Lion, now Green Bay Packer, Ricky Wagner, the offensive yeah. tackle. I want to get you, your takes on what just okay. a, as a as a well, fan. If you want to start that way, yeah, even as, as a, a fan, fan, um, I as a fan, I didn't like Ricky Wagner because okay. he was miserable last year. He was terrible. Um, and you could, if you go back to the Packers game, I mean, Zadarius was burning him pretty much every play. Was it injuries um, or was it just he had a bad year? Both. Okay. Uh, he, I don't remember what That's he's kind of dealing with, but he he had a really bad 2019 season. It was it was mediocre at best. Um, he didn't live up to his contract, which is why he ended up getting cut. Okay, but um, he's good in the run game, not great in pass in the passing game. He's not great at protecting Stafford. He had problems with that all season. Um, so if the Packers decide that they're going to move more towards the Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams of the world. I think I would be a little bit more confident in him being a starter, but if they plan on having Rodgers throwing it 30-plus times a game, I would be a little bit concerned with him being my starting right tackle. However, I do think that he could um, put up the same production as an injured Brian Bulaga. Okay. Hmm. A playing but injured Brian Bulaga. Because when Bulaga is healthy, man, he was... Right, but that was a well, big right. Like, yeah. right. It, it was like death taxes and Brian Belaga leaving a game with an yeah. injury. But man, when you had, when you had him healthy, he was so so. For. I mean, is he going to be as good as Belaga? No, but is he? Could he fill comparatively? In the role can he do like seventy yes. percent of what Belaga could do in healthy? Right, and comparatively yeah. priced to output, Correct. is he worth that? Oh, the contract is insanely yeah. good for them. Okay, yeah, insanely good for them. Um, I'm, I'm so not, from that perspective for the Packers, I, that's that, that was kind of my biggest holdup on why I didn't like him with the Lions is because I don't think he lived up to his contract. Because unfortunately, fair. that's kind of how you have to analyze players. Yeah, but when you give him a fresh slate and a Correct. fresh contract. New team, new offensive line coach, um, better offensive line as it is. Yeah. it's it's. I think he could be, like I said, okay. a, a, an admirable right tackle in the Packers. Well, that's, one, that's one thing the Packers do well. Look. There, who did we start at right guard? Because left guard was um, Billy Turner. Yeah, who was right guard? Was it, it? It Elton was left tackle. Yeah. No, no, it was Elton left guard. Right guard was Billy Turner. Center was Corey Lindsley. Who was the left tackle then? Left tackle is Bakhtiari. 
Oh, I'm dumb. <laughs> Listen, it's been like three months without football. It's been a while without yeah. football. It's okay. But so they have a, a solid core. Yeah. You have a solid right guard next to you to help with that. Plus, one of the things that the Packers running backs do very well is they pick up the blitz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something oh, that's man. been a development over the past couple of years. Because there was a time, what was it, probably two years ago, where Rodgers was getting sacked and pressured every play. Yeah. And the running backs have done a damn good job of that. Plus, we have Danny Vitale, who's very good at that back there. So, weapon. if if Wagner is a bit of a a weak link on the passing game, there are other people to help make up for that. Every, everybody on the Packers' O line is so interchangeable too. They can play multiple positions. It's like I mean, like a Billy it's like Turner. the Bucks starting five. Yeah, I mean, Billy Turner was coming into this organization knowing that he could play multiple positions. Right, he was like the right tackle at yeah. that point. But, oh, man, I mean, I, there's so many linemen just in the past, like, four or three years I can think of that had to play multiple positions because of injuries, and they did their mm-hmm. job perfectly. Right. One of them ended up getting cut because he, Lane Taylor. Yeah, but I feel like if Lane was healthy, we, we'd we be talking about him as another guy who does his job, everything you can ask for. So what I'm kind of curious to ask you guys about, though, with all these, these signings that they made today and what I'm kind of hoping with, especially with Kirksey. Mm-hmm. Is that can, they can still find guys in free agency, not the draft, to surround them. What I'm hoping for, personally, is that they can still muster up enough money to go get Joe Schobert at linebacker. I he, like that. He wasn't my first initial choice to go get at linebacker, because for me it was Littleton from the mm-hmm. Rams. But now that we have Kirksey, why not bring in the other piece of the Cleveland Browns? A guy and- who... That you may not have the money yeah. necessarily for Littleton anymore. Being a Waukesha Correct. West, I, I, there's a little bit bias with me with Schobert because I'm from Waukesha West, same high school that he went to. But yeah. I just know, man, I remember the years they had a running back. The dude is so athletic. Mm. And that's what you need as kind of like a counter to Kirksey and to fix your defenses. You need guys who can pass coverage and guys who can make athletic plays when you need to. I think Schobert can do that. And I think you can get him for a decent price. I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I love the move, especially with Wagner too, because I think you are going to need just some more depth at offensive line just to make sure. Because no. Lord knows injuries are going to come. I mean, the it, the position that I think they need to address next is probably wide receiver and maybe also a, what the hell a are they going to do a tight end, sec- a, a tight end. Yeah, uh, wide receiver, tight end, and secondary. I think I'm just I'm very glad they did not give Austin Hooper. Yeah, which we'll no, get into in a second. That, yeah. Correct. Um, and Jimmy Graham's on his way out. Well, he is out, and mm-hmm. so. I don't know. That's so. You're right. Tight end. They need. They need another receiver of some sort. And and they don't People have are much. Sleeping money on my boy left. Jace, dude. No. I, okay. I understand. But do you want to put all your marbles into Jace? And Marcetus still. Th- Marcetus will be back. But you know, okay, Marcetus is only going to give you like eight to ten catches when you need him. He's not somebody you can rely on every game. That's fair. Agreed. And you really want your top tight end in one of the last three years of good Aaron Rodgers yeah. to be Jay Sternberger. Yeah. Me personally. On his second season. That, the that answer thinking, is no. That thinking got us an overpaid paid Jimmy Graham. Well, so well Jared Cook is, worked. And they should not have let Jared Cook but go. But it's all Ted Thompson. Damn you, Martellus Bennett. Yeah. Oh, my God, was that Yeah, I think awful. that was rough. If we, would have let, we would still have Jared Cook if we would have re-signed him. Currently, I think right now. Jared Cook would still be our tight end of this day. I agree. That's one of the worst snafus. Was Gutekinds around nothing, at that point? No, that was Ted Thompson. Okay. That was Ted Thompson. But yeah. there's nothing we can do about it. That was all Ted T. Well, that so, was that was another. That's a good question, Sam, because that was something that I 
was going to ask something about, I don't about think Kirksey can be the starter by himself without any help. And like we were talking about, too, before we got into Gary, we have to kind of figure out defensive line help because I think Lowry and Lancaster, those should be your rotational guys. They shouldn't mm-hmm. be your starters. I mean, at this point, I have a feeling they're going to end up going either defensive line or wide receiver in the draft at this point. Especially in with Kenny Clark round, on his first fifth round. year player Correct. or fifth year option. I was not in favor of rookie wide receiver when we started this podcast a couple of weeks ago, but with all these signings, I'm totally okay with drafting no first round at this point, wide receiver. I mean, I just, that's what it kind of does at the very least is it opens up the opportunity where if literally nothing else happens, yeah, you have the you're okay with having Christian Kirksey start at middle linebacker and you're okay with... Rick Wagner starting at right, right. tackle. If you well, don't get any other player. It's like the Brewers. You're okay with Justin Smoke starting at first. Correct. You're okay with Narvaez starting at catcher. Something like that. Agreed. Yeah. Tucker That's, said that perfectly today because he was talking about a certain team. They had so many glaring needs at one position that a team came in the draft, draft, you know, traded up ahead of them, got their guy. Exactly. I think it was the Texans he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And now they were without any of their plan. But it's like I think what Gudigan's doing, he's doing enough to address those needs that, like you guys were saying, if you don't get your guys in the draft, you still have something to work with that you can do pretty well in the season. There's not mm-hmm. one – basically he was saying you don't want to have one big glaring need yeah. in any at any specific spot because then teams know that you need that position and they're going to do whatever they can to they're take their person price gauge for you. you. Correct. So that's kind of where he was putting it. Or the Packers will have to pay the price and trade up to go get a pick instead of sitting where they are. Yeah. So it's a waste of capital if they don't at least have filler players in the positions, which is kind of what they're doing now. Do so, you, Do you want any of the free agent receivers? I mean, who's still left? Because A.J. Green got tagged today. Robbie Anderson, I could honestly care less if we got him. It's like, like Robbie... we all know what we're getting in Robbie. And like to be honest, I don't. I just don't see Gudikins really going after a guy like Robbie and bringing him into Green Bay. Randall Cobb right. is back, isn't he? Isn't he on the free agency? Yeah, I but it's like so. it's just that point, it's just it's... such a backtrack. It's like yeah. why did why did we even do what we did then? It's just, yeah, I feel like if we make that move. That's such a disrespect. I don't know about disrespect to fans, but it's like that was so pointless in yeah. the past two three years. Why did we let go of Jordy? Yeah. So a, a name that I saw was uh, that's what I'm saying who's still one of, on one of the one of the Kansas City receivers. I think it was Demarcus Robinson. Oh hell no, Demarcus he, Robinson had like two good games and yeah, right. That's all people think about. Demarcus I think it was Robinson now. I think it was from an athletic article where they were saying like nope, something about the top free agents wide receiver. Whatever, but don't yeah. want that one. So and the, he was linked to the Packers. Speaking of I, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Let's switch over to uh, yeah. the rest the of nuke. what happened today. The big kahuna. And, uh, the nuke. Okay, yeah. one last one. Rashad Perriman, absolutely not. Nope. Yeah, no, thank you. A lot Hard of people pass. have been buying into him for whatever reason. I agree. Um, but what happened today was the big trade between the, the nuke, t- the, the Texans and the Cardinals. You did what? <laughs> Where uh, you did what? This this was crazy because it first reported that somebody hit the huh button, right? Huh? It, huh? It first it was first reported that David Johnson was going to the Texans, and I was Which, like, like, oh, good for like, good oh, for yeah, Deshaun Watson, like, yeah, okay, Hopkins. They must think that <laughs> Lamar Miller is going to be hurt for a little bit longer, right? Or, and they'll be yeah, they'll have an whatever. okay running back, whatever. And then comes they, hold on, they have Carlos Hyde, don't they? I don't know about still. I don't think so anymore. I think he was, was just a one-year guy. Correct. Yeah. So then it was confusing because it was just like all of a sudden, DeAndre Hopkins is on his way to Arizona. And you're just sitting there like, what? You're like, these can't. In the world. These just cannot happened. be it's like, oh, the well, same They're going to get 
um, Houston's like first round. Yeah, it's got to be at least one first round. Houston's going to get like uh, Arizona's, you know, they're like number eight pick in the draft or whatever yeah. they are. Yeah, okay. Hopkins, Hopkins has, he has three for a years guy, left. Yeah, a, a team-friendly team deal, deal for a top-five receiver in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you got to get at least one first-round pick, you right? Know, replace him with C.D. Lamb or something is what I thought about initially. Right. And then, nope. oh, you're going to get a second-round pick. So the, And a fourth-round pick that we saw, <laughs> next year. Ooh. <laughs> the craziest thing we've seen from the Texans and Bill O'Brien being their GM. What, a, what an awful <laughs> move. <laughs> They Name traded. <laughs> they traded Jadavion Clowney and DeAndre Hopkins and did not receive a single first round pick back for either of those players. That's a top, let's say, twenty defensive lineman slash linebacker and a top five wide receiver. And the the Raiders got I mean, like they got a first round and some for Amari Cooper. And they, they got, got two, didn't they? They got two first rounders for the Cowboys, <laughs> and and they got uh, oh, how many picks for Khalil Mack? From they the got Bears? at least so two many. first round picks. Correct. For that. that yeah. like, Shout what out. are you doing? That doesn't make any sense. Shout out to Arizona because I saw this tweet. I don't remember who it was Man. from. Wait, it I, was like it was like imagine Bill O'Brien picking up the phone and calling you and saying, "Hey, we want David Johnson. We'll give you DeAndre Hopkins." <laughs> And you have to keep a straight face while you, or not, not freak out. You just have to be like, right. yeah, okay. you know, that sounds what, good. Was there anything else yeah, you wanted what in else, that trade? Yeah, what else do you want in that deal? Well, we're going to want a, uh, a second round pick. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> yep. All, all right. Um, yeah, this sounds like a great then, deal. You know what? Here, we'll How throw about, in a fourth for you. And then uh, we'll, we're going to need another thing, you know. You know, we'll give, can you give us a fourth round pick as well? Texans. Oh VP, yeah, sure. Texans VP on mute in the uh, like Arizona VP and mute in the background. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's just okay. And also shout out to Arizona because and think then of Deshaun their Watson core listening now. in on the phone and right. in the background. What are you doing? <laughs> but, but the Arizona oh, receiving core now. Unbelievable oh, so because yeah. they have they're gonna have Kyler Murray slinging the football Christian to DeAndre Hap- DeAndre Hopkins, oh Larry Fitzgerald, and Christian Kirk. <laughs> that is unreal. And they have Chase Edmonds and um, and Kenyon mm-hmm. Drake as their yeah. running backs because oh, they yeah. they franchise tagged uh, Kenyon Drake or transition tagged whatever the hell which one yeah, whatever, whatever yeah. which one ever one it was. But Kenyon Drake was better than David Johnson at the end of the year last year. They I, literally. Eight. They they literally if they can solidify their offensive line they're going to have right. one of the best offenses in the NFC next Guys, year. Guys, bad radio. Uh, watch this tweet. Watch it. Watch it. Give you give bad us your, radio. Give, keep going on. DeAndre it's, it's about David Johnson. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Awful, I've this seen this that. awful. Okay, run. no, <laughs> he went into this game with like five injuries. That's on. It doesn't matter. That's on Kingsbury. Uh, I so, could run faster than this. So for those who cannot see this tweet, uh, it's David Johnson running to the outside against the Buccaneers and basically walking and then getting piled dri- you drive. You know, into you the know, like by when two Buccaneers, you know, like when you're on the goal line and your defensive lineman comes in to score a touchdown. Yeah, that's what it looked like. But it, they were on like the four. 45. And they ran to the outside with it. <laughs> and not right up the middle. So, I mean, the only bright sides I can think of this for the Texans is if somehow David Johnson can revitalize his career and stay healthy. But like He's getting but paid an no average of $13 million a year right now. Because nobody wanted David Johnson's contract. No. And not only did the Texans take that off of their hands they traded their they best traded player they traded their best player for it that it, does not make any sense 
And, okay, like I said, the Cardinals capitalize on this. And good for them because they're like a smaller organization for capitalizing on this just terrible deal. But right. why can this never happen to my team? The NFC West is so stacked. It's not even funny. So, I mean, when you guys wanted to rip on me and the Lions. We so will. I think now we is will. the time we do that. But hold on. First, okay. when is the last time that a coach GM has worked out in, in professional sports? Never. No. Never. Because you know what happens? Those coaches are coaching and GMing for their well, job. Isn't isn't Papa GM and coach? That might actually make sense. I don't think so. He might. But be. like, there's, I think there's their still... GM is Kobe Altman, isn't it? Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Yep. But he's like the president, or he like he's in the front right. office, yeah. right? But he but doesn't I... have full you know power and all that, right? Yeah. It know. just because it's such a dangerous thing. Yes, your coaches are very good, and they've been there forever, and sure they have some success, but. Dude. If you give them GM, they're going to GM for their job. They're not going to GM for needs. They're going to GM for their fit or whatever they have wrapped up in their head. Yeah. And it's not going to work out. This is a clear example of you a know huge what sucks? mistake with this. I'm a Deshaun Watson owner. I was just going to say <laughs> Bill O'Brien is driving Deshaun Watson out of Houston. I'm not signing that extension. If I was I Deshaun, died last year but behind I my would, line because of you. I would curse his ass out. I would... Leave no friends with the Texans, and I just probably wouldn't even show up. <laughs> What's the point? Oh, so you traded four first round picks for a, a tackle in Laramie Tunzel that you might not be able to, you know, sign. You traded my best weapon. Uh, we have a 30 year old running back who runs a 7 2 40. I still don't have an offensive line. Nope. You're probably going to trade JJ Watt because. You know, whoever, who why knows do you why. you him at this point? He'll be injured for like half the money, season, too. Because money, you've got to save your money. You traded Jadavion Clowney, one of the best defenders. What are you trying to do? What kind of roster are you trying to build? Yeah. Is my backup going to be like, I don't know, Jamarcus Russell? Yeah, man, you know it's sad. The are you going to thing... dig up? No. I don't know what the hell <laughs> I, I don't even need to say a name. You like... know what's sad? Dan and I are over here looking out on YouTube. You know what the first thing that comes up when you type in Deshaun Watson? What? Escape sack. <laughs> <laughs> Could you not? Because well, think about it, all of Deshaun awesome Watson. All of Deshaun Watson's. Well, the kick in the eye too. He was escaping the pocket. Right. Yeah. I mean, their line. I can't underestimate like how bad their offensive line was last year. And they, they just traded, traded away. They traded at least. Two first round picks for Laramie Tunzel. Yeah. For what could have been a one year deal. I mean, they're got, working on a deal right now. Like but. Dan just said, we all remember that play against the Bills in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Before he escaped that, he got sandwiched. <laughs> like, you traded two first round picks for a guy who had an awful year last year. Terrible. Laramie Tunzel was awful he was last bad. year. He was very bad. Um, I feel so bad for Deshaun Watson, man. So bad. Because I feel Fuller's bad for myself gonna... as a Deshaun Watson owner. For Will Fuller's not going to make it past eight games. Well, because Will Fuller is only good when he has Deshaun any Watson. other capable that, receiver. That, that can be the only logical thing that they're thinking, though, is that they're going to have a full season oh, of Will Fuller. We're going to get that full and, season out of Will Fuller. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we're going to have a great production mm-hmm. from him. Maybe. And he, he, you know what? He's probably going to be better for the value than DeAndre Hopkins, even though he was at a team-friendly deal being one Yo, of the best receivers in the entire league. I didn't think We're going to make this work. Oh, I didn't think about this until now. Where does this put the Arizona Cardinals and the NFC West? That division is nuts. Every team is good. Every team the is Rams good. are about to be in last place in that division. <laughs> we saw last year the Seahawks had no business in being in contention, but Russell Wilson just carried that team. Right. Correct. And he'll Jared, do it again. Say what you want about the Rams. They're still talented. They're, they can still be competitive here right. and there when they decide to. 
when Jared Goff and decides they, to. They keep acquiring Todd, pieces for that defense. Who knows what happens to Todd Gurley, too. We were talking about before if they, the podcast well, starts. Somebody's got to take on that I know a team that would be willing to take on that contract. Don't say it. It's the Houston Texans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the and committee of David Johnson and Todd listen, Gurley. They may not have a first-round oh, pick man. in this draft because they traded for Laramie Tunzel, but they did just get another second-round pick. <laughs> Jeez, guys. And the Niners are still going to be there, too. Oh, my. Besides trading away to Forrest Buckner. They just locked up that Ar- was, Armstead today, right? I believe They locked up Armstead, so? yeah. Or recently, at least. No, I think it was today. That was Man, a that division is crazy. That was that's an interesting trade because they traded him and he signed a new deal with the Colts. Yeah, for twenty one million a year. I thought I saw from a notification I got, and the Colts traded the thirteenth pick in the draft, or something like that. DeAndre Hopkins got traded for an old overpaid running back and a second round pick. Yeah, Arm- Armstead will stay. Sorry, random. This is a move that is going to like I haven't checked Reddit yet for yeah. like the football it's, Reddit. It's it's going to be nasty. It's going to go down in history as one of the most lopsided trades. Houston fans already have to mm-hmm. deal with the Astros this season. Now they got to deal with the Texans. The Texans are going to be <laughs> right. awful. At what point is this just karma for the well, Astros? Okay, so we talked because, about how good the NFC West is going to be. Yeah. Let's talk about how bad the AFC South is going to oh, be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think which this, is already not <laughs> great. Already terrible. It's, so it's going to be the Titans again. The Titans. The Titans will hopefully be good. Hopefully, fingers crossed. With That's Ryan a lot of money for Tannehill, right? And if Derrick Henry shows up, because he's not showing up unless he gets a deal, so then they'll, you have, they'll work it out. So, they wouldn't have. So you have Tennessee. Tennessee will win ten games. Let's say. I don't think Philip Rivers to the Colts does anything. So the Colts, they're it's going to be they, all. It's going to help their defense. defense. Yeah. And then you got the Jaguars, and they won't do anything. And uh, Minshew baby, and our boys, no, the no, Houston no, Texans. So the Jaguars and the Texans are going to be maybe six and ten. Uh, I mean, hopefully Deshaun Watson can pull Russell Wilson early in his career and just oh, be the man. guy that carries him to wins because that's what he's going to have to do. They're terrible everywhere else. He's already had to carry that team I know. to nine wins. It's they're, They are so screwed. Over that, under, whole, that whole division is just going to be so bad. Over under seven and a half games for J.J. Watt this season. Uh, I'll take over, but barely. I'll say like 12, t- 10 to 12. I said seven and a half. That's a, that's, that's a lot. That's more than eight. just barely. Over <laughs> I know. Seven. Eight or nine. See, well, I'm not seven. a betting guy. So see, did you? Me, I think like did you? Did you take in the okay. 17 games into account there? Oh, because that's not until 2021, is it? I'm. Th- I don't know. I thought it was started this year. I think it's 2021. Okay. Either way. Well, do you guys want to rip? Yeah, on it's me time now? to make. So we made fun of the <laughs> the Texans for what? Probably 10 minutes. Yeah, good amount of time. Let's there. make fun of Dan yeah. and the Lions. Yeah. Here, let me look up the pronunciation. Do you I can't want me to say find that piano name. music that I had a couple weeks ago for the show? Which, by the way, we, we, we played that on the show. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to give you so much props because oh, that, that, that was, was really good. ridiculously funny. I have, my, I have my moments. All right. Then that show gives you the moments. That's yeah. why that show is one of the best shows on this so, station. The Lions today made a stunning move to sign former Eagles offensive lineman back up. Hala Pulivada Vatai. That's how I'm going to say his name. I don't know if it's right. Franchise also changing. known as Big V, which is funny because it's Big V. Anyway. God why is it funny? <laughs> I'm. Yeah, you'll get it in a little bit. Big, big women's parts. V. Damn it, Evan. <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> Do you not know what a vagina is, Evan? I was 
I was, I was thinking of a joke that I could... Oh, man. So, like a big uterus? <laughs> so anyway, they sign... Okay, they sign Big V. You guys don't know who he is. Vagina. <laughs> but Big V... I'm fine with signing Big V, sure. No, you're but not. But they signed Big V for five years, $50 million. Ooh, which for a is backup lineman. Basically, the same money they gave Ricky Wagner coming off of an all pro season. And this dude is a backup. He's 26 year old. He played, he started four games in the last two seasons. Where did you get this money? <laughs> And this is money, mind you. This $10 million couldn't be spent on Darius Slay. No. Nope. We have to give it to a guy whose nickname is Big V. Who has, he's he's in the under fifth percentile for pass blocking yeah, this is, in the NFL. Listen to this. You oh, can see the tweet, right if you now. don't believe me, at Dan Plucker, P-L-O-C-H-E-R on Twitter. I He's said, I'm going to vomit looking at pass this. Pass defenders. Oh. One of the worst pass blockers in the entire league. No. Somehow, he was still rated like the 28th offensive tackle in football or something like that. So he must be really good so for the run. His, good thing, his good run thing game. you'll get seven games out of carry on Johnson next season. Yeah, right. So Poor well, Kenny let's Galladay. not protect Stafford against some of the best edge rushers in football that play on the Vikings and Packers and Bears. No, we don't. Oh, my. Khalil Mack. I mean... Khalil Mack and, oh, we don't have to worry about Khalil Mack. We don't got to worry about um, Zadarius Smith. We don't have to worry about Daniil Hunter. No, those guys don't, they don't line up against right tackles, right? They're not outside rushers, right? Mm-hmm. The dude, Big V, gave up nine pass rushes <laughs> in the Super Bowl when they won it. He gave up nine. If Nick Foles wasn't throwing the football, I mean... If he wasn't slinging it that day, he would have been sacked uh, all nine BDN, times. BDN, that's his nickname. I'll tell you guys off air. Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah you know. okay. You know. <laughs> yeah, big blank Nick. We got it. If you know, you know. It rhymes with Nick. So. Big disciple Nick. Yeah, that's big, the one. Disciple of Jesus. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. So. So what I'm hearing is he's the new starting left tackle of the Detroit Lions. Why? He's going to be either left or right tackle. Who is your GM? Uh, Bob Quinn, who's a former New England Patriots assistant GM. Oh, yeah, former Patriots assistant. We all know how that works. (sighs) A Belichick disciple. So So he'll fit in perfectly with Matt Patricia. Oh, and then, yeah, by the way, Matt Patricia, worst. I hate Matt Patricia. He's the worst coach in football. It's okay. He's a douche. I said at at, uh, the beginning of last season, I was like, you know, I'm going to give this guy one more year because, like, he 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 deserves. <laughs> I I say that every new coach deserves two seasons to prove right. whether or not they right. are worth it. Yeah, he's not worth no. it. No, no. What are you as a Lions fan? What are your aspirations? <laughs> yeah. What like, are your hopes what, and dreams? What, what are you What are you guys hoping for? <laughs> the, to, to win the five real, games? Because I know you you, real you talk, keep it realistic. Real talk. It's yeah. to win a playoff game. Okay, but they haven't won a playoff game in twenty something. I mean, like we're talking, like you're aiming for wild card, and I don't think overall. We just talked about NFC West, like not going to get that. that No, yeah, Yeah, no, that division's going to be too wild. If if we're talking this season, my goal is to lose as many games as possible so we can draft Trevor Lawrence to start next season. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's a good plan. So don't tank for Tua Tagovailoa. Well, no, yeah, I don't want Tua. Don't get that a little bit. I want to know what you guys want to do in the draft. In the draft. 
Uh, trade it. I, trade that pick. See, I don't. A lot of talk is that fans want to use it. I want to For trade what, it. What though? There's I, not one position that will give you an impact big enough. No, and that's the thing. Like the lion. That's the way that the lions have worked over the last however long I've lived. Is that they think? Oh, we have this pick. Let's pick a player who's going to be an impact player. Sure, they pick the impact player. They pick the Calvin Johnson. They pick the Indomitian Sue. They pick the Matthew Stafford. Great pick. And Stompy Kong. But Stompy Kong. Sure. But where it goes wrong is that oh they picked Darius Slay. I'll throw that one in there too. Where it goes wrong mm-hmm. is that the whole roster isn't built with impact players. There's one on defense. There's one on offense. Maybe two. And so that's how I win. You can't win with that. This is a team That's game. How I win. And the coaching staff has been miserable my entire life outside of a year or two with Jim Caldwell, who even he wasn't a good coach, but he was good enough to make him a playoff team. He was Jim, the winningest coach in Detroit Lions history, guys. Jim Schwartz. Jim Caldwell. Jim Schwartz is probably the most punchable face I've ever seen. Oh, that's out of anyone. probably the case. So I want to shave so that goatee So now here, here is going to be the thing that just caps it off that is going to... Make me a giant ball of fire of infuriating mm-hmm. pissed offedness, and that is when what did that Ron was gross? What did Ron that Bur- is gross? What did Ron Burgundy say about anger? He's like, I'm a great ball of anger, or he, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay, anyway, what were you making? Out? So the Lions are going to trade Darius Slay to the Eagles. Stop it! <laughs> and then yeah, we're Stop. watching a video of this really. Teen girl licking a it's toilet. It's the coronavirus seat. challenge. The apparently. coronavirus challenge. I hate humanity. I Honestly. Hate. So, um, here's the thing. They're going. To, the Lions are going to trade Darius Slade to the Eagles, and it's basically going to be a trade <sighs> where it's like halapalapa loop 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 Vitali. However you freaking say his Dominique name. Dominic Rogers Camardi. <laughs> and uh, do you get all of his fifteen kids fourth with a round two? pick? Yep. Yes. And a fourth round pick in exchange for no, it'll be out. it'll be Nelson Aguilar. And <laughs> oh God, Corey Clement. <laughs> no, they non tendered him today. Oh damn. So that's that's the state of Lions fandom. Everybody, we were trying to get Lomas yeah. Brown on the show. That's today the sad to part too. Is that it, it's Wagner, just going to keep going because you eventually have to deal with the Darius Slay trade, which is inevitable. Mm-hmm. At this point, it is because that's for and us. At that point, Evan, just sell the team and trade everybody. I'm trying to think and just start over for the fifth time in what, five years. What's an equivalent of Darius Slay for Packers fans? Somebody who's been with the organization a long time. And it was really probably good. It was probably Jordy. Maybe Devontae. No, no. That's that's a disrespect to Darius Slay. No offense. What? If you Jordy? trade if you traded Jordy at peak Jordy, then yes. This is peak Darius Slay. Oh, yeah, fair, so maybe fair, like right. maybe maybe Devontae or Aaron Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I would put it at Aaron Jones because I don't Imagine, think that Darius is at the same impact level as Devontae, yeah. but having to fair. trade because Devontae owns Darius Slay. <laughs> having to trade this Aaron is this Jones. is this is my favorite podcast this is fun because uh, okay i mean like if you don't believe me just go to the nfl top 100 Devonte adams says word for word yeah mm-hmm. make sure slay says i'm in the top 20 i <laughs> own him on every play <laughs> sad to say it's true it's true no it's okay we all remember the lions game that's like, like the only seven he is like in. the thing about Devonte adams is that he is an incredible route runner and he's mm-hmm. extremely athletic. Yeah, you can't yeah. guard him. I don't think there are many corners in football that can shut him down. Right, which is why which fair. is why he's a top five receiver in he all is. football. Oh, I think he's a top three. Let's be honest, too. Slay it. I think it's here. Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, and then your boy Julio. You got to throw. Julio I think Julio. Stop. I hate I, people who disrespect. Julio. I, I'm a fan of Julio Jones, but 
It's the simple fact of the matter that he's in a bad offense, yeah, it's and Matt fault. Ryan is overrated yeah. as balls. And you gotta, so, you thank gotta, you, thank you. That's yeah. why I put him at a four or five. Oh, so so refreshing to hear somebody else yes. say that. Uh, if he had a good quarterback and not a completely anemic offense, I think Julio Jones would probably be the best player and the best wide it's, receiver. It's pronounced Julio Hones. Oh, correct. Sorry, sorry. Thank you, good old, my boy Julio. Julio Hones. Shout like, out my boy like Corn. Julio, like I feel Ooh. like this is something that somebody has a, who's having a seizure would say. <laughs> now I'm gonna be honest oh, with you, Dan. Dan, I feel so bad for you. I do and I don't. Because we I mean as, Why don't you feel bad for me? Why don't you feel bad for me, you piece of crap? All right. What do you mean me, you don't I didn't, feel bad I didn't, for I didn't, me? I didn't phrase that right. I do <laughs> okay. I do feel bad for you, but this is so entertaining. As Bucks, fan, as Bucks fans, we've been there. We know yeah, how we, it is. We've been through this before. Okay, yeah, you've been here, been through this before. But we don't make players retire. Wisconsin sports has three of the best teams in sports right now. Right now? Yeah. You Imagine know where the Lions are? They're all in the bottom. Go back to 2000. All the teams in Detroit are in the bottom. Go back to 2005 and oh, ask how yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Besides the Packers. Okay. The only good The Packers team... weren't even that good back then. The... Yeah, they're still in playoffs. Yeah, they're okay. We, we, yeah. Switched, they we, we, we have switched time frames yeah. because back then the Red Wings and the Tigers were good. And the Pistons were good. Yeah. So those three teams My were good. My boy Joel Zumaya. The Lions were also just awful. But those yeah. three teams were good. And then now it's flipped. Now all Wisconsin sports teams are good, and Detroit sports teams are terrible. So we know each other's pain here. Yeah, right. But which is why I'm enjoying. You don't know the pain it's of why... sixty years of Lions football and making the playoffs like ten times. What about the Brewers in fifty years as yeah. a franchise? They made the playoffs six times. We we literally celebrate. We hang our hat on getting to a championship series. Right. They yeah, had at a. Least they had been a, to a championship series. They had the a Lions parade. Haven't made the Super Bowl. That's true. Imagine yeah. Brad Favre retiring halfway through his career because he did, just couldn't deal with it anymore. Or Giannis, right. Giannis retiring. Which has happened <laughs> twice. That's happened twice in Detroit Lions history with both Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Yeah. So it hasn't just happened. You Calvin know, could still ball right now. He could. He definitely could. It, I mean, he, he had wouldn't pretty, have the speed anymore. He had a pretty effed can... up ankle. Like to be honest with yeah. you guys, like yeah. his, and his fingers were nasty. Like if you see yeah. that's, what, that's fingers, what's amazing about all... him. He was still the he was still the best receiver playing through all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insane. He so oh God. my if he would have played he would have okay yeah it, go on your Calvin soapbox. Johnson rant Calvin Johnson soapbox <laughs> so I hate I'm, the fact I'm just gonna move my white <laughs> right <laughs> so it's it's embarrassing the fact that Calvin Johnson was not in the top 100 in the NFL all 100 right, all right because don't, don't even, wait let me finish let me finish I, I agree with I, you. I agree with him he should, he should because have been. wait let me finish let me finish <laughs> I know that's what I was trying to pull right from Oshkosh there so. Calvin Johnson was a god among men. Oh, that's an understatement. Right. He literally could not be stopped because mm-hmm. he could outrun you and he was a tall MFer and he could catch over any corner. He was a matchup nightmare. You could right. line up three dudes against him, which literally has happened and did happen against the Cincinnati Bengals. Watch the tape. And then he caught a touchdown after being triple covered. That's the kind of player that Calvin Johnson was. Right. And it's embarrassing that he played for the Detroit Lions because he didn't have a quarterback for two or three seasons because it was Matthew Stafford's developmental years. And his first year, he had John Frickin' Kitna. My boy. And imagine peak Stafford with peak Calvin Johnson. That would be Mm -hmm. insane, which we missed out on Mm -hmm. because the Lions 
are just an awful franchise, yeah. and they oh. couldn't get their <laughs> together. There's, God I'm sorry, Dan. Dan. <laughs> so they couldn't get their stuff together. Here, you can just cut it out. You I'm couldn't get their it. stuff together, and I'm gonna do build the- an <laughs> actual. <laughs> nice. And they couldn't build an actual roster around this guy and make this team the threat that it could have and should have been, and. So this isn't a rant on the NFL Top 100. This is a rant on the Detroit Lions, Lions as a whole. Because they couldn't get him in the NFL Top 100 where he deserves to be and into uh, now, uh, Super listen, Bowl contending we're, roster. We're not going to start. So if he would have played for literally any other organization outside of the Detroit Lions, he would have been the NFL Top 100. I and know. he also got replaced by dudes that played like 40 8,000 years ago. Which is why... And, I, hate, I hate that list. Which is why I don't agree. Oh, that right. just pissed me let off. Me, let, let, me, let me talk you off your soapbox for a second. It doesn't matter if he played on the Patriots or whoever. He was not going to make it on that list. Because that list was awful. That list yeah, was the people so who... Bad. It was... We, we had a couple of those guys on the show, on the Bill Michaels show, who worked on that top 100. Mm-hmm. And they were both like 95 years old. Correct. But they here's my thing. Here's they the were one- going for like Billy the Kid Whippersnapper from 1934 who Correct. played safety and kicker. You are right. See, but here's my thing. Calvin Johnson is a better receiver than Larry Fitzgerald. The only reason why Larry Fitzgerald is on that roster is because longevity. of his longevity. And because he was the face of the Cardinals in yeah. their Super Bowl run. I don't Fitz, know, Fitz I don't know if I can agree though, with that. When, yeah. Kurt, when but, Kurt was throwing okay, the ball. Okay, so and you're, you're taking, see, yeah, you're talking about all oh, the players okay. around yep. him Fair. that yep. helped him be what who he, be who he was. Calvin Johnson, if you put him on the Cardinals, that Cardinals I mean, team, where hmm. he has Anquan Bolden as number two, and you have Kurt Warner, Kurt throwing, War- Warner throwing in the football, that dude is... And he he blows out every statistical category yeah. for a wide receiver. And a good and test is close. Madden covers one for Calvin Johnson, a half yeah, for Larry Fitzgerald. With Larry. <laughs> yeah, with the like Troy Polamalu one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, had the, I had it for the Wii. Anyway, that's that's the you point that I, <laughs> I did I have did, a Wii. I had, NBA, I had the uh, 2K with Kobe Bryant on the cover for the That's the point that I'm trying to make. If bad. Calvin Johnson was put in a better position and was not a Detroit Lion, I mean— for the love of God, if he was a New England Patriot and Tom Brady was tossing the rock to him. What? Breaking, breaking news, news on the fan. Darius just get Brought to you. No. Powered okay. by Raider.com It's Sports. a move by the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Don't say Brady. It's not Brady. It's a quarterback. Don't say Rivers. It's not Rivers. Jameis? Not Jameis, but you're getting closer. Dak? <laughs> no. Mariota. Oh! oh! Marcus Mariota. And the Raiders are close to a deal. There you go. That's that's a uh, like that pretty for, significant. Well, but well, as I was it. saying, Neither so Calvin Johnson, damn, I've got your Darren Waller's not going to catch if any my balls boy this was year. on a better roster at all throughout his entire career. No. And he had if he had not yeah. left the game because he was a freaking Detroit Lion, he would have been the best wide receiver of all time. I agree and it's a shame. He should have been. Sh- it's a damn. It should have been Randy Moss that he had. Calvin, he got that pull to be in Detroit, and then Marvin Harrison. So I've got on my soapbox. I'm so we, we've been going for a my final, while. My final question, we can make this one a quickie, is that who is the next Detroit Lion to retire in his prime? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, it, at this point, it has to be Kenny Galladay because that's one yeah, of their only yeah. like, good players thank, right now. Thank the Lord for Kenny Galladay right now because so he basically he's, he is Kenny so G. As a, as a yeah, carry-on I mean, Johnson guy, 
No, he I'm needs to stay healthy, on. dude. Carry yeah, on. I know. Carry on's just going to be one of those so rotational that's, guys. That's the Detroit Lions outlook. There is none. <laughs> Hello, darkness. My it's like I always say, and I do always say this: life sucks, and then you die. Yep, that's what my mom told me for the majority of my life. Mm-hmm. That's just it's how it goes. Life sucks, and then you die. You know what doesn't suck though? Sam, I'll hand this Paul Blart over to you. This is a really easy Paul Blart. Some of the best moments from this past week. And you're going to want to hear them next on 105.7 FM. Hey. Hey. Have Sam and Dam on the band. Cool party. Huh. Totes. Come here often. Lot, but man, in all seriousness, <laughs> that's a drop. That's a drop. Come here often, a lot. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, no, that kind of that kind of music gives me nightmares because the first bar that I worked at was the EDM club. Ooh, yeah, not great. Imagine See, that for four hours, just constantly blasting that's not your fun. ear. I think I no. actually have like brain, like not brain damage. <laughs> well, I'm like, you chose sports radio as a job. Uh, I think so. I might have ear damage permanently from working at that job. But anyways, See, that brings me back to my days as a freshman in high school when I was a big Skrillex guy. Oh God. Ooh. We all went through that phase. I Except for me. Cause phase. I didn't like, yeah, I, I never liked these. Yes. Oh my God. Besides the mindless cluster of music noises being produced on one track. I need some water. We have some great tracks for you. Ooh. Some of the best of the week. Good Paul Blart. Thanks, man. But no, honestly, this is our favorite segment of the podcast, mainly because you don't have to listen to us anymore for right. a couple more minutes. Exactly. We can just uh, play the best from the week. And man, speaking of EDM music, this was great. You and I were working on together. the same show for the first time ever. And was it, it really great. the first yeah. time? Yeah, first time we ever worked together. Nice. Yeah, because uh, Sparky was out, not due to the coronavirus and different... I don't know. What was he out with? Uh, he, Something. He probably coughed. Coronavirus and, fears. Yeah. Right. Because right. he coughed when Mitch was in the vicinity. And Mitch He's is like, our nope, boss. Out. So, yeah, and and our boss was like, nope, see ya. And yeah. so Which was he was out for two days because of it. So I filled in on the Wendy's Big Show with Dan. And what were we talking about? Like, what was the um, context we, of this? We were just talking. Keston Hira. There was an interview with somebody. I don't. It remember. was Kestad. It was, was a Kestaddy. Yeah. All right. So it was, oh yeah, it was yeah, an interview yeah, with yeah. Tim yeah. Kestaddy and Billy, and they were. Uh, one thing they do when they're at spring training is they ask every single person that they're with the same question. So they asked him, "What kind of music are you listening to in spring to get yourself pumped up for the season?" And Keston said it, EDM, and Tim didn't know what EDM was. So what ensued was the following. Tim Allen learning what EDM music is. Now, that was something that I never expected that I'd be talking about here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. But you never know what we're going to get into down here at American Family Fields of Phoenix with Keston Hira. All the that music sound alike. Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> <laughs> then you got the yeah, lights flashing. You oh, the yeah. lights flashing. It's pitch dark. You don't know what you're drinking in your cup. Like oh, you, know, you think you're dancing with a girl, you look like, and it's a dude. You're like, man, move! I'm looking for the girl I was dancing with. <laughs> it's dark in here, rock over, man, move, man. Why is Freeman dancing with me, Freeman? Go find a girl. It's dark, man. We can't see nothing, oh, man. Oh, Ellie, sorry. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, I didn't it. realize I bumped into you there. It's too dark. I don't know why they like that music, man. <laughs> so that moment was just so incredibly glorious because. I don't think 
any of us knew it was going to come out of Leroy Butler's mouth. <laughs> no. Well, do you ever? I no. didn't know Leroy knew what EDM was. Yeah. So that was that was kind of cool in the first place. But then when Billy had that Chuck impression, because <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely, see, I could, I don't think Chuck is an EDM Horvey. guy, but I can see him in the club. Like, no, he's an Ario Speedway guy. That's his guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. But if, but you could see like Chuck is a, the kind of guy, right? That would be yeah. in a club. Well, he does like he and he and Shannon go out on mistake. like Third that's Street in the uh, like yeah. On water and stuff, they go that's, out. To that's the what I'm clubs. saying. Right. So, like, if this music is on, you know, I could see Chuck dance and do it. And of course, <laughs> thought you were a broad player. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just just a completely possible scenario that was played out there live on air for you. So you're welcome. And we can all agree we hate EDM, right? Yeah, I I had my phase, but I think we all did. Like I, you said, I I never liked it. It's so. like uh, the modern version of disco. It had its moment, and there, everybody hated it. There are a couple that I'll go back and listen to, and I'm like, okay, that's you know, that's not bad. It's not the like ear R word that a lot of it is. I can't say that word, but you know what is great Red music? Singing dick. <laughs> Which I sorry, I, I'm very slow. It's been a long day. <laughs> um, so I this isn't the full clip. I was subbing in for Ryan on Chuck and Winkler, I think it was Friday, and it was, you know, the usual cast of characters characters on Chuck and Winkler. That's why I love that show so much, because it's, you get some characters, and one of them is Singing Dick. That's right. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad who, he's back. Who has been featured on this show quite a bit, some for his song, some for his potty mouth, but he called back in, had another song. This is right after the Corolla virus came out. Corolla, Corolla. the Toyota the, Corolla virus. <laughs> wait, what kind of cars do you guys drive? I drive a Mitsubishi. I Dan? drive a Volkswagen Jetta. I drive a Toyota Camry, but I'm pretty sure Singing Dick drives a Toyota Corolla. Corolla virus. This outbreak really sucks because I can't watch my Milwaukee Bucks because they play basketball. The professional way. And that's why we say go, go fight and hooray, Milwaukee Bucks. How they handle the ball and they play great. Whether they're sort of tall to represent our city, you must be proud of our Milwaukee Bucks and Chuck and Bart. So where does that rank amongst singing dick greatness? <laughs> it's up there. I feel like, well, you have to dock points. Because it's plagiarism from his first one, right? It yeah. was the same. It was the same tone. Because whenever now, singing dick comes on, Bart and Chuck play the same intro. It's Chuck and Bart, and that's the, the name, name of our, our team, and we will win. With the never supreme, without the broadcast professional. I love how we all we just like have that. Chuck and Bart. I love yeah. how we all have that memorized right now, which we so, should. His full appearance, and I like that's just a song that was like forty seconds. His full appearance was like six minutes. Um, it starts with Bart. <laughs> Comparing, did you hear? Did I play this for you, yeah, Dan? Yeah, you played the whole thing for so me. So it's comparing. You know how you're supposed to wash your hands 20 minutes with the the corona. I almost said coronavirus. <laughs> Do it like our boy singing dick. But you're supposed to wash your hands 20 minutes. That Tw- clip is 20 or 10 20, seconds. Yeah. The original song. So Bart on air played it twice and was like singing along to it while he was like fake washing his hands in the mic while Dan or uh, not Dan. Uh, Dick Jeez, is sitting on the line. What is wrong with you right listen, now? It's been a long. I, <laughs> he's having I have, an aneurysm over there. Okay, I'm, so let me let listen me, before let me wrap this before up. Before we started this segment, I was screaming a lot. So, oh yeah, we were. So, yeah. <laughs> let let me do this for you, okay? Because you're really struggling. So Bart, I had something. B- Bart is trying to encourage everybody to wash their hands for 20 seconds, right? Yeah. And so the song he realized is about 10 seconds. The very first original song that we sang for you just seconds ago from Mm. Singing Dick is 10 seconds. So he played it twice 
and said, this is how long you should wash your hands, everybody. And you can just sing this song and listen to Chuck, Chuck and Winkler while you're doing it. And, and then, s- he, then he had like five more minutes that was pretty funny. And then he sings the song. And then he sings the song. Oh. And then so that was like towards that was one of the last calls of I think it was the 6 a.m. hour. 7 a.m. before Bart played the intro, he played that song and then he started <laughs> the hour. So it went my update singing Dick the open with it. Here we go. Yes. And so that was amazing. What a guy. Um, my, so my real quick, my favorite thing about that is every time singing Dick is on Chuck, you know how he likes to have different names for every people like he'll call Rick and Oshkosh like Richard and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. He has 12 different names. <laughs> like, you know how well, Dick, yeah, one, Dick, of them's, one of them swinging Dick. <laughs> yeah. You know how Dick it comes from Richard and there's a lot of nicknames that yeah. come from it. I don't get Chuck how uses comes every, every single, single one. one. Ricky. Like Rick. he did Ricky, he did Rich a couple of times. Rich. This Richie. is singing Dick, and he hangs. Well, after they hang up on, him, he's like, "Ah, Rich." <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get how that comes from. Like, how you get the name Dick from Rich? I don't know. I guess you could say that there's a hodgepodge of names for swinging, swinging, singing you, Dick. Do you feel that segue just roll yep. right there? Oof. And now we have a hodgepodge of. Uh, we did this once before of drops. From several different shows. It's been a great week. And it, this last week, we had a lot of uh, spinoffs of topics and, you know, kind of going different directions. And so we kind of compiled all of those things. Uh, they're about five, ten second clips that we call drops. And we compiled them all into one masterful minute long segment. And I guarantee you're going to laugh a couple times. Let's get it on. Our friends over there at Quick Trip reminding you they got chicken. The man just said ain't no chicken. Well, all the brothers been through that, cuz. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. But if you want to give it to her in person with her family. Because you came in both ways, right? They can come. I have worn a 16 since I was 14. What? Oh, damn. No wonder he's married. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, this is from Truck Stop Lucy. <laughs> Brewers second baseman, Keston Yara. Bro, bring, bring on the card. Willie and Tosa, you're next fan. on the fan. What's up, Willie? Really, Willie, Willie, Willie. This is for my man, Mr. Butler. Willie, 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 Willie. Which is my favorite. Willie, 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 Willie. Shut up. I want to hear him, man. man. So uh, if you're running around out there with a Girl Scout in your car, well, first of all, let her go, but uh, then send her over here and give me some Thin Mints. All right, time for us to go. Have a going. Uh-huh. Uh, so, I think that's up there with our other clip. I like that one that we a lot. Put together. So, I like it a lot. So my question is, who gets the point for that? I don't think there's any Chuck and Winkler there. So it's I Big think Show and that's Bill a good Michael. call. It's just Big Show and Bill Michaels. So I think we're at a three-way tie, three-way for first place with one vote. I don't get it, the three-way joke, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm good with a one-to-one-to-one tie. All right, so we're back to zero. Well, I can't. Well, I can't wait to see what next week has in store. We're gonna have some fun stuff because with all these non-sports topics and whatever we can talk about with sports, so you know, there's gonna be some gold. The unfortunate thing is, we don't know if there's good stuff on Chuck and Winkler because Ryan doesn't get Save me anything. Him. Yeah, even oh. though we ask him to, but you know, well, but he's so busy in that. He place. is. I, I, I listen to the show a lot and like on demand because I wake up at like ten o'clock. Okay, so I usually like listen to, like the first couple hours of the show. So if there's something, I'll try to mark it down. Okay. All right. Sounds good. That sounds good. 
That'll be a nice little tease for next week. I mean, see what we got yeah. for next week. Because I, I cool. have a feeling next week is going to have some of the best stuff. Uh, just to tease a topic, I'm hosting next week. Oh, yeah. So my we'll be a week and a half into quarantine. The question is going to be, and this is assuming we're still alive then. Are you afraid of the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> it's going to be, what are, how are you going to bide your time? Just like how, what are we, what are we going to do? Because yeah. I, I have some answers. All right. Well, I, I like know it. how I'm going to buy my time by going back and listening to this podcast. Oh, on the nice. free you know how I'm going to do that. App. We're going to well, first of all, we have to leave. But then I'm going to go to the radio.com app and listen to it. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, Milwaukee with all this, you know, restaurants shutting down and don't get into big groups and all that. Mm-hmm. As we, you know, we say this all week, but it really does pertain to the situation. Just don't be a dumbass. Don't don't be a dumbass. Please don't be. It's a dumbass. really not that hard. Just don't be I a mean, dumbass. Don't so, go if in somebody public. wants to, if somebody wants to get together at a bar, don't be a dumbass. No. You have beer at home. Exactly. Yep. And, and a TV. If, if all of your friends want to get together, nope. Don't be a dumbass. Just uh, don't have friends. Just FaceTime. Them. As all the as all the Canadians say to the people who are trying to leave the United States, no pea suit. <laughs> all right, that's all for us. Have Time for us to go. See ya. Have a good one. Sure. Take my headphones off. Wait, you have to do your bye. Oh. Bye. (laughs) Thank you.